rename the ghosts a ghost of Thanksgiving past. It's a Thanksgiving movie. I don't think Come that's on, how that works. Yeah, that, I mean, that it works. You can I, do it. I don't have a counter argument. That just doesn't sound right. <laughs> because you don't want it to. It's emotional for you. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Up Artic Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and Jerry. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. We appreciate you growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go to our website, whatsoverdick.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes, sign up for our newsletter, get exclusive content and updates, pick up some merchandise, interact with us, all of those fun things. The question we do ask each week is if you ever find yourself wondering if you spend the time, money, or both on a movie, and to help with that question, we do put movies on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're reviewing Love Actually. It was released November 14th, 2003. It was written and directed by Richard Curtis. stars Bill Nye, Hugh Grant, Martine McCutcheon, Lauren Linney, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Emma Thompson, Chris Marshall, Martin Freeman, Heike McCosh, Joanna Page, Andrew Lincoln, Chiwetel Ejiofor and Kira Knightley. God, that's a long ass list. This movie follows the lives of eight different, very different couples in dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London. If you haven't seen this movie, you want to avoid spoilers. Now it's time to pause the podcast. Go check out this movie. Come back, pick up where you left off. If you're okay with spoilers, or if you've seen this movie, hang out with us because we're going to spoil the shit out of this thing. So. First of all, before we jump in, guys, let's explain. For those that are tuning in, you didn't listen last week at the end. We are doing things a little different. So we got two Christmas movies coming over the next couple of weeks. This one and one other next week, which we'll talk about later. And then we're going to be on a couple week delay. So we've been doing movies the same week, following week. So they'll come out one weekend. We'll have a review up the next Monday. To be just flat out honest, most of you aren't listening until later anyway, which we appreciate. We want you to keep listening. But we know that you know, you haven't seen it, so you may be avoiding the spoilers, which is great. So we're going to put a little delay, plus it helps us. It's very time-consuming and difficult to do that that same weekend. So we're going to try that, this delay, see how it goes. We're pretty fluid, so maybe it'll change in the future. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll lean even further into it. But for now, we're going to test this out. Let us know what you think. You can do that on our website. You can email us, host at whatsoverdict.com. Get on our social media. Let us know what you think about a couple-week delay. But for now, let's dive into a couple of Christmas movies. Let's talk love, actually. Yeah, I'm just going to let Javier get it out of his system real quick. Let's hear what you think about love, actually. Dude, we're going to need a whole episode to get this out of my system. This is a terrible movie. This I want to know why, though. So it's chaotic and disorganized. Like, I get what they're trying to do of, like, 10 different stories about how love can mean different things to different people. <laughs> it was it was not, there was no plot line. It was basically just a bunch of short stories stitched together haphazardly. Some of the acting was great. I, I feel like the UK has like 10 actors at any given point. And whenever they try to make a movie, they just get all 10 of those actors in the, in one. and in 2003, it was Liam Neeson and Kira Knightley. Like, what are those actors doing in the same movie as like Hugh Grant and Martin Freeman? I was going to say, dude, I love that you named those two as like the big ones when to me, like they're the worst in this movie. They're like, the worst, but that's what I'm saying. It was made back in the early 2000s. So that's when like Pirates of the Caribbean was a thing and like Taken was a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, but like some of the other acting was terrible. Like the dude from The Walking Dead, a god-awful actor. Like well, it yeah, was I mean, terrible to watch. Andrew like, Lincoln's it, not a good actor, period. Like even The no. Walking Dead, he's... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is just a terrible actor. Like, yeah. what is he doing on screen with some of these amazing actors? Even Kira Knightley was outperforming him. Well, you're also <laughs> talking about, like, the most awkward storyline in this whole movie. Oh, like. my gosh. It was long as hell, too. This movie's like two hours. And then I didn't know that I would be watching a legitimate porn scene in a Christmas movie. Like, that took me by surprise. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, I don't know, dude. Like, I just have nothing good to say about this movie. Actually, I have a couple of good things to say about this movie. But like, and, and the other part of it is like, there's this underlying the prime minister story of like this underlying like Britain's awesome, fuck America thing. And I'm like, the only takeaway that I have from this is that the prime minister has nothing better to do than to flirt with a 
with one of his aides, which I know as an American, I don't really have a leg to stand on with, yeah. you know, Clinton and stuff. But if you're trying to make the point that Britain is better than the United States, you haven't made that point to me yet. You know? So anyway. <laughs> if only it was just Clinton. Yeah, well, that's the well, most dude, obvious pick, most right? Most people consider one of the greatest presidents in the modern era had like three girlfriends and a wife. Dude, like, talk about being charismatic. Like, okay, that was going to come out wrong. I was going to say, yeah. that's my goal to be that charismatic, <laughs> but not because I want to cheat on my wife. It's because I want to be able to get away with anything and people still like me. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, I just did not like this movie. It was like not Christmassy either. I didn't get like warm Christmas feelings that I like from Christmas movies. It was just stupid. It was a stupid movie with stupid problems and stupid characters. Come on, dude. There's nothing more entertaining and funny than watching this weird British guy like capitalize on his British accent in America. Because that shit's okay. fucking real. That was funny. And I was like, this is a really good perspective of what people think of us and i'm like you're not wrong no <laughs> not wrong at all like that shit works like it's it's, it's yeah. exaggerated but like oh that's the other thing so i used to think british accents were awesome right i was like man this is so cool and now i'm like you guys sound ridiculous this is the stupidest accent i've ever heard could you imagine being that Portuguese chick trying to learn English and some dude looks you in the windows of your soul, straight in your eyeballs and says, pronounces the word water like water. Could you imagine trying to learn English like that? Jesus, dude, stupidest accent ever. Speak English the right way. I got a kick out of, I think his name was Colin, the guy that went to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I decided that all I need to do is go find some average British pub. And that's how I can find a girlfriend. It doesn't ah, work in reverse. It's been solved. <laughs> Why not? Because they I'll don't have think an accent over there. cute at all. <laughs> no, you want to go to Asia. Yeah. Like Eastern countries love Americans, apparently, or just white people. So, yeah, noted. So, and they Nicole, love our, our accent, they love speaking English to Americans. For yeah. some reason. And that's all of these, not just Asia, but like Russia's the same way. Like they Oh, I didn't it. know that. Yeah. Dude, Russians are hot. Not the they Asians aren't. Jesus, I am You're I am on cool <laughs> I do gotta yeah. say one of my favorite things is having somebody that's not from America imitate an American accent. That stuff <laughs> drives me crazy. I love that. Ooh. When you ask somebody who isn't from America that's speaking English to like speak in an American accent, like try and imitate ours. That's that's hilarious. No, yeah. I love Colin in this movie. Like when he's standing at the airport and like his friends, like arguing with him the whole time. No, it's a bad idea. This is dumb, right? I think you just need to accept that you're ugly and unlikable. (laughs) Like all of the shit that he steps in, like when he's at the that wedding and he's like talking to the caterer and he's like, yeah, this food is shit. She's like, what do you, he's like, what do you do? I'm a chef. Oh, it's too bad. They didn't ask you to do this wedding. They did. You said no, right? <laughs> I did it. Yeah, no, I did. Cool. Shit. Walks away. She's like, but you know what the problem is? British yeah. women are stuck up. I need to go somewhere where they like to laugh, like, like America. I was yeah. like. But I love that he's standing at the like gate of the airport. And he's like. I'm calling Frizzle and he's got a big knob. Like before, he's just so ridiculous. Uh, my favorite character in this movie, I think, was Colin. But it's real, dude. Like when I was in, when I was a younger man and was going to bars, like we get a little tipsy and I had a buddy that could talk in like a perfect Russian, well, to us, drunk Americans, it was a perfect Russian accent. And then I would talk in a Scottish accent all night long. And dude, it's ridiculous. Like the crowds of people that we would get like to come talk to us. And it, the worst part about it was, is I couldn't drink any more than I had in that moment. Because if I get a little more drunk, the accent's going and it's not that good to begin with. So like I had to walk this fine line of drinking too much and not drinking enough that I would get embarrassed that I was actually doing this in the middle of a bar full of people, but it worked, dude. Something about those accents. So what you're man. saying is I got to get my accent down. I don't have to go yeah. somewhere else. 
you just have to commit to it for the rest of your life yeah. if it works. No, no, no. You just do it That's for a little while, get them interested, and then you can break it and go, see, I just needed that, that icebreaker. I needed to get you interested, and now I could be – because believe me, it wasn't – anytime I get a girl, it's not like I left and kept the accent up all night. That's not going to happen. Like <laughs> – Ian, I'm just saying, it's like, I know uh, this up a couple of times, but mail order brides is still a thing. From Russia, you know? <laughs> From Russia. Yeah. Hot. I'll keep that as like plan F. Plan we'll go F. with plan F. Uh, I'm kind of a ways through that alphabet already, so it's coming up quick. Getting there. It's You've getting already there. burned through plans A, B, and C. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. man. No, the other part of this movie that I always enjoy when we watch it, because this is a staple at our house around Christmas time, because it's just, I laugh my ass off at this movie, but like Bill Nye's character, the rock and roller, Billy Mack, like when the opening part of this movie, when he's trying to sing Love is All Around, but it's Christmas is All Around, and he can't fucking figure the line out, and he fucks it up twice, and then he just like, shit, bugger, fuck, ass and hole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was one of the better curses that I've heard in a long time. Like that combination was, which okay, I, will I had such Back. a hard time taking him serious because I kept seeing the vampire from Underworld. And yeah, I was like, yeah, this yeah. guy could just any minute go ham on everybody. Yeah. So, Yeah, I love Bill Nye. He's great. But yeah, I love that when he's at the end too, like when he's talking to his manager, because like he's busting his manager's ass the whole time. Like my fat manager, or whatever, like on the radio or shit. Or he's like making fun of his song the whole time too. Like, oh, not this shit again. <laughs> or when he writes on the poster of Blue, like we have little pricks. <laughs> he's like, kids, don't buy drugs. Become a pop star, and they give them to you for free. <laughs> I love the reaction of the host too, because yeah. they immediately like turn in and they're like, and that's gonna be it. <laughs> And that show's real, or was at the time, and those guys, they're Ant and Deck. Those guys are famous British talk show hosts. Like, that shit was real. So it was based on a the real show there in Britain. Yeah, it's that shit's funny. And then at the end, when he's talking about, like, to his manager, he goes, I was, was like two birds getting ready to sit on my cock, and I came to spend Christmas with you. Because it turns out, you're the fucking love of my life. <laughs> that was actually the only cute thing. Yeah. I was like, that's adorable. And I he, love that. And then he turns around and goes, let's get pissed and watch porn. Yeah. And I'm like, a lot of his managers like, man, you're at an Elton party for two minutes and you're already gay. <laughs> Such a great, yeah. What I, you were some of my favorites. What I hated was the Kira Knightley story. Yeah, that one's, that one's rough. That one makes me so uncomfortable the whole time. Like, And it opens pretty early with that one where he's like, Andrew Lincoln's character is like filming her creepily in her. Yeah. Family. And then she like watches the video and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Of, it's just yeah. close ups on, of her face. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, you're a horrible videographer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you were amazing at it, this is still yeah. weird. Well, and not to mention, like, what is he using that for? Like, you filmed all that. There's only two options. It's one. It's spank bank material, right? So, yeah. which is even worse. As the British say, wanking it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or two, it's so that you can go and relive your unrequited love that your best friend is now married to. Like, which is almost worse. Yeah, way worse. I'd rather you yeah. just say, no, she's hot. I want to jerk off to her every night. Yeah, no, I'd be like, that's like, weird. Oh. But, you know. Yeah, that's weirder. Like, And then the fact that she watched that, it wasn't immediately like, okay, I'm leaving. Well, no, and then it just escalates from there. So he interrupts Christmas Eve yeah. with this weird caroling. He's like, oh, tell him it's carol singers. First of all, that sounds like a tape. What if she, What if he answered the door? Yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, I <laughs> don't mind these cards of me telling your wife that I love her. I, I don't know why that I have to do And then she runs out and kisses him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and he's like, enough. That's enough now. And I'm like, no, it's too fucking much. Yeah, <laughs> enough was several steps before pre creepily yeah. videotaping her at her wedding. Like, yeah. pre that, it's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's no, no, no. even established that he, they don't have any kind of a relationship before this, right? Like, yeah, they don't she, talk. he would never talk to her. They don't, it's a yeah, self preservation no thing. Yeah, you're right. It, it, like, it's actually implied that he hates her because 
he's like trying to keep himself from getting too close. And I'm like, first of all, that's stupid. Like fucking just move on, get over it. We've all dealt with unrequited love. That's in the fact that it's your best friend's girl, like wife. Oh God. It's just, yeah, I don't like it, but it's sad because that's the one that gets the most attention because who's in it. Right. It was Kira Knightley at the time. She was huge because of Pirates of the Caribbean. And then, Chiwetel Ejiofor was has always been a big guy, like big actor mm-hmm. too. So that was the one that brought people into the movie. But to me, it's the worst storyline in the in the movie. Ian, if you're ever interested in my wife, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just kind of the dynamic here. And you just if you show up at my house Christmas I, Eve, I am punching you. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, if you show up and it, and I hear it like she tells me it's Carol Singers but it sounds like a CD. I'm going to come down and kick you from a shitty (laughs) early 2000s stereo. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen what you do in D and D. And if that's the real person you are, I know well enough just to leave anything like that alone. I can't get away with this life. (laughs) And he knows how many weapons you own. Yeah. (laughs) You know that I'm constantly on a chance. It just, (laughs) With my ability and like my luck at rolling dice, it wouldn't go my way anyway. So I'm just I also liked it. Colin first. I didn't like his story. No, I hate I like, his story. I like but him I was, as an actor. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And I loved like the poor wretched, like his story was comedic as fuck. Yeah. Like even though it was supposed to be cute and all lovey dovey, like I just laughed my ass off. And it's some of the best dialogue in the oh, movie. Oh, when they're both saying the same thing, one in Portuguese and one in English in the yeah. lake. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, first of all, like she dives in all like graceful and shit, and he just kind of like falls like, sideways. Yeah. Fully clothed. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's cold. <laughs> Watch out for eels. Oh, I hope there's no eels. Watch out for the eels. <laughs> he's like forget about it it's like not worth saving he's like this better be amazing because i'm not about to drown for something my grandma could have written <laughs> <laughs> we're like back to the house he's like you can give me 50 percent of the profits he's like i'll give you five percent of the profits <laughs> and, and, and i love when he sh- went to the house sorry go ahead Javier. oh no i was going to talk about that a little bit but i was like somehow between that and in a couple of weeks he learns Portuguese and she learns English. Yeah. So and both of them are some busted ass Portuguese and English. <laughs> oh, dude. So I don't speak Portuguese, but like he was speaking Portuguese so poorly. I could understand it with my Spanish background <laughs> <laughs> and the translation that they're showing on screen was like not super accurate. <laughs> so Ian, what oh, were you going to say about the house? I was just going to say I had some of the, most laughter that I had in this is when he goes, is it to Portugal? Does he go back to like to find yeah. her at her house? Yeah, Which I totally forgot like, Portugal was a thing. I was like, he's right going to go all the way to Brazil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Javier. Well done. <laughs> it's American uh, education for you. <laughs> but he goes back to the, to her house and starts saying that he wants to ask her to marry him. And that other daughter pops out. And the dad and the daughter just have this great exchange. I think at one point, doesn't he say like, yeah, you're, you're Miss Dunkin' Donuts of 2003 or something. (laughs) He wants to marry you. What? You're going to sell me? Sell you. I'll pay. I'll pay him. I'll pay him. Yeah. (laughs) And then they're walking through the streets, this crowd. Yeah. And like, they're having this conversation and the sister's like, Dad selling him her Aurelia to an Englishman as a slave or as a sex slave or some like, shit like that. Cool. Like, you're like, oh yeah, cool. Let's go watch this shit. And then it's like this game of telephone near the end. It's like he's gonna go kill her. It's like, wow. Yep. Yeah. Not the greatest storyline because it makes no sense whatsoever. But I do love too, like when he goes home and he takes the presents to his family and the little note. I love Uncle Jamie, and he's like, I gotta go. I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> Which, as a kid, I'm like, wait, Uncle Jamie, you're leaving the presents? Great. Yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here. See you later, fucker. I still yeah. love you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Another one that I don't like is Laura Linney's. Like, Laura Linney's an amazing actress. The American in the oh, okay. in love with Carl or whatever. Carl. No. Oh, 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 the, the creative director. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate 
that storyline, the one that's got the brother that's in the facility or whatever, and then she's in love with her coworker and he's in love with her. And like, I love like the boss busting her ass about it. Alan Rickman. Yeah, because Alan Rickman, that's who I left off the cast list, like an idiot. I hate that storyline, like, because to me, it's like, that's another one that I'm just more uncomfortable for most of it, though I loved the interaction between Alan Rickman and her. Like, that shit was Mm -hmm. funny. Like, when he's telling her, are you going to tell Carl that you love him? How long have you worked here? Three years. So she routes off. Mm -hmm. How long have you been in love with Carl? (laughs) And she leaves off like a half an hour from her work time there. Like, that part was funny. And I think for me, it's like they go to her apartment after the party and they're getting ready to sleep together. And they've been in love with each other, they imply, for since they've known each other secretly. But he's not willing to be patient with her ass because her brother's in a facility. Like, you don't need this douchebag anyway. Like, fucking let him go. Like, this is your family. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing that, like, if you want to get to know someone. So to me, that relationship was always busted. So I just was like, eh, I don't really want to see that one. Yeah, so I kind of had the same... Like- feeling on that one because i guess they're trying to make it show a specific kind of love but in this movie that there's all these different kinds like it i feel like they should have just made carl this more supportive role if they've loved each other this long or liked each other or whatever because otherwise then it was just like this little fling and he's not planning yeah. on anything so i agree with you i did love liam neeson and that kid <laughs> that's great isn't that's it? funny that was so funny that cracked me up because i thought it was going to be like oh he's a shitty stepdad i thought it was going to be that story gotcha. right and i was like jesus really when as soon as he was like it's his, his mother was the one who would talk to him i'm like what a what a shitty dad he's like not his stepdad i was like oh okay well that makes a little bit more sense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then he just turns out to be so good with the kid right like yeah well, like and that's, commits, I like that that's what the real love story was, right? Not like yeah. the kid and that American girl. It was yeah. the stepdad coming like really, really close after his wife passed away, right? And I was like, that's cute. I like that. This is the time for Kate and Leo. And then go and watch like Titanic in the middle of the night because neither of them can sleep. That was that was actually the best part of this movie when we were watching the Titanic and not watching this movie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> After you say that you laughed at all these cute little stories. Yeah, exactly. I love, too, like when he's standing on it, they're like standing up mimicking the movie. And he's like, do you trust me? I trust you. Fool. And he like tackles him and starts like to me. I was like, this is a fun relationship. Like, I would have rather watched a movie of that. Maybe not Liam Neeson, but (laughs) a movie of that story. I would have rather watched than this movie. Yeah. Well, in the interaction, they have that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Taken. They steal the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, ape shit. But yeah, I love the interaction between him and the kid, but I hate like him without the kid. Yes. Like when he starts, when yeah. he's standing there eating, like they're both taking fistfuls of cereal out of the box together. I was like, dude, you got to eat that shit in your cereal late, like milk bowl later. Like, why are you doing that? Well, like, not to mention the box would tear, and then I'd be pissed because you can't close. You get stale cereal; it's a problem. It's a but like, problem. But like, seriously, like I'm like, what are you doing? And then he starts like just randomly crying. Like this should Liam Neeson should never cry in a movie. No, and I'm so glad work. Emma Thompson's character was that character. She's like, yeah. don't cry. You'll never get laid. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna shag you if you keep crying. No, nobody's gonna shag you if you keep crying all the time. <laughs> But I love like the one liners out of that clip of stuff. Like when they're sitting there at the, and she's like, let's go to the airport and see her. And he's like, all right, dad, let's go get the shit kicked out of us by love. I'm like, <laughs> yes. But like early on when he's like, they're sitting on that bench and he goes, well, I thought it was going to be something serious, more serious than the total agony of being in love. And he's like, okay, you're fucking right. I get you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like there was some good one liners from those two. Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman's story was sad, though. I didn't like that one. I didn't like it for different reasons because it was too sad. Yeah, it was rough. So what happened, though? He came back from the air. Where did he go? You don't know. You just know that, like, that's is part of the resolution is, like, the coming back piece. They they separated for a bit and then... Yeah, or he went on, like, a business trip and they're still trying to work because you can tell there's some tension there. You just Mm -hmm. don't know. And they did, like, a little follow-up, like, last year, I think. 
and of course, Alan Rickman, of course, rest in peace, passed away. So he wasn't in it, but they made a comment that I think they still left it kind of ambiguous as to whether they were together or not. But it seemed like they were working through it, at least at the end of this movie. But yeah, that's a because you also never know, like they never answered. Did they sleep together? Did he just give her the necklace? Like mm-hmm. that's never explained. So you don't know how far the whether it was just an emotional affair or whether it was on its way to being an actual affair. Like it's a, it's a tough one to gauge. And so, but yeah, it's a very sad, like that moment when she opens the present and it's that, the CD, you're like, Oh fuck. He just rips your heart out. I was, Nicole was watching it with me. I was like, Hey Nick, if you have like a little, little mister mistress, please don't spend $300 on a, <laughs> on a present. And she's like, no, I would spend a hundred dollars on a present for, for him, hundred dollars on a present for you. And I would tell you that yours costs $200. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good actually. It's a pretty, pretty good idea. You, you really had that loaded. Yep, that's why they're better at cheating than us. Because we're just like vagina, boobs, yes. They're like, we got to think this shit through. Man, yeah. One thing that I did kind of struggle with this movie, and this is because I've watched so many movies where you have to make all these connections for it to make sense. But because there were so many different storylines, I was busy trying to link up how everybody knew each other. You had like the prime minister and his sister. Some were just friends. Some worked together. And I thought there was going to be some overarching, like where it all comes together with all the relationships. And I kind of did, but that was a bit distracting for me because I was too focused on how do these people connect rather than experiencing each of the stories. But, like Martin Freeman. Like, I think he knew like Colin and his friend, right? He knew Colin's friend because Colin's friend was like a a sound guy or like a, an assistant. Oh, the, or something the porn on the movie. It's not a porn movie. It, <laughs> on the- it's not a porn. And I know you think it's a porn movie, but they don't, I was telling Casey this because Casey thought the same thing. They don't do stand-ins for porn. They do stand-ins, which is what they were for an actual movie. What we have to remember is in America, we are the backwards ass country because we're prudes about sex and nudity, but we're like, kill everyone. And that's okay. Every other country, especially in Europe, they're the other way around. They're like violence in a movie is not okay, but sex happens every day. We don't care if there's tits on our screen. Like they're okay with nakedness. In fact, they're normal television. Like, well, that was, that wasn't nakedness. That was, they were going to town, you know, simulated sex mattress mambo, but like they on ABC, like our version of ABC in Britain, can show boobs and asses and all the nudity. And they're like, whatever, because it's just nudity. They don't show violence, like gun violence and the shit that we show, like people getting their heads chopped off. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Like (laughs) we're backwards from them. So everybody sees this movie and goes, dude, what are they doing? Is this a point? No, they're just doing stand-in work. It just happens to be that they're showing the filming of the sex scene stand-in parts, which is like this backwards British humor piece of it. Like they're filming, they're doing stand-in work for a whole movie. They just only show us the conversations that are happening during the sex scenes parts. So Javier, I'm kind of, I'm trying to keep track, but we've got Britain that you've like pissed off. We got Portugal that you just could. That was accidentally. I forgot that they existed for a second. (laughs) Because that's better. (laughs) I don't have any feelings towards them. I just... (laughs) You just have no feelings at all. I just don't have any feelings, period. <laughs> That's only two, though, right? Am I pissing anyone else? Asian people on accident. I yeah. complimented Russia. <laughs> and then you got all of Europe just a second ago. Yeah. In my defense, we won all the wars that we needed to in order for me to sit here and say, all of Europe are a bunch of little bitches. And if they have a problem with that, they should have won a couple of wars. You know, that's funny. Well, uh, that's the reason like, why they're not winning those wars because they're like, yeah, guns. Like, yeah, you keep yeah, thinking yeah. that way. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I have, I got nothing. I got nothing because I'm right. 
<laughs> violent American ways are showing. <laughs> um, now, Martin Freeman, like that part is weird. Like, I, I, I don't feel either good or bad about those, like that storyline. It just is silly humor. Like, that's like that humorous break. Like, when the movie gets too intense with like the actual storylines, they'll cut to those guys having this really weird conversation about anything and everything while he's like headbutting her boobs or she's like riding him or like, he's like warming his hands up. Cause he's got to like hold on to her boobs for the shot. Like it's just hilarious how ridiculous that story is. So that one's like that one that's just, and Martin Freeman wasn't famous then he had just no. started doing the Sherlock movies or the TV show in Britain with Benedict Cumberbatch at that point, like barely had started. Really? So I thought it was after this. It was, it was after that, but he had just gotten cast for it. Oh, 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 I see. So he wasn't, he was slightly famous in Britain, but he wasn't anything in America at that point. Yeah. Well, so, and I bring it up, the story is weird, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I bring it up because I feel like that example was a real stretch as far as trying to tie the stories together, sure. to Ian's point, right? Where it's like a little distracting. It's like, I would have been fine if they just were doing their own thing, right? But it's like, oh, yeah. but he also knows this guy who knows Colin, who like, yeah. I, don't know, I, I thought that was a little distracting too. Yeah, well, and it's the first one. This is like one of the first modern versions of like these bunch of vignettes that they make into a giant movie. Like America's overdone it now, right? So we did like but we had New that. Year's Eve and we did... We had the Valentine's Day one. Valentine's Day. Day. Oh, is that what it's these. called? Yeah, it's called Val- they, they name them after the fucking holiday. It's New Year's Day, and then Valentine's Day, and they vantage point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all of these movies like mimicked what this one did because it actually found some level of success in doing these like vignettes and shit. But um, it's a cool no, concept. I just don't like sure. it. Hey, I mean, they didn't pull it off the best as far as the connection goes. That's for sure. But I did, and just to kind of get them all out there, like Hugh Grant's storyline makes me laugh. Like there's some great one-liners in that one too. Like when the when he's coming in trying to get Natalie fired, like or moved to a different place, and she's like, "Oh, the chubby girl." Ooh, would we call her chubby? Would we call her chubby? <laughs> I love how they just make that reference the whole movie. Like even his family. What do they call her? Like, yeah, her pudgy family. Or- yeah. Chub pudgy. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, like he even calls her chubby and i'm like she's not uh, but whatever what? we call her that <laughs> and i love these things like, we call her chubby <laughs> that was funny or like that he's busting his hat like the very like her line her opening sequence like where she calls him by his first name and then she's like oh shit i and then she's like oh and i've gone and said shit and then he's like well you could have said fuck and then it would have been I was I did have an awful premonition that I was going to fuck up on my first day. Like that whole first interaction <laughs> makes me giggle my ass off. And then he walks in the office and he sits down. Well, that's inconvenient because <laughs> <laughs> he's got this little girl like, crush on her. And then like the line where he's in this big staff meeting with all of his cabinet and he's like, who do you got a shag around here to get a chocolate biscuit and some tea? And, and she like she moon walks in. in and he's like, Oh, <laughs> Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> or him dancing after he's like lambasted fucking the U.S. president. Like when he's walking around, he does like the point and turns around to the old lady standing there. And he's like, right. Can we have the Japanese ambassador to four o'clock tomorrow? That whole scene was so funny to me. It's like oh, yeah. Britain's wet dream to like <laughs> tell us off, but they just can't. Yeah. Like, that's just so funny to me. <laughs> Uh, and that Billy Bob Thornton is like the American president. So yeah, funny. loved it. Loved nailed it. it. Yep. It's like it's just a weird little Clinton sex predator. Yep. That's a hundred percent what they were going for, right? Oh yeah. Well, and it's like a hundred percent our presidents. Come on, <laughs> let's just not act like we have wholesome presidents. Like we just don't. Like no, but seriously. I cannot believe that any one of our presidents would want through what is that called what is the building called the 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 britain's equivalent to our white house the oh little God, town home remember. yeah i know their little 10 so anyway i can't imagine a president would walk in there and then immediately start flirting with one of the aides i can't believe that please 
No, I can't. I can't believe Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Especially no. there without his wife. Oh, that shit's happening, dude. <laughs> I can't. I cannot see that. Come on. Our last two presidents? Absolutely. I mean, who are our last two presidents? Biden and Trump. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they kind of uh, okay. extended the realm of what's possible yeah. when it comes well, to. Let's, let's skip Barry and we move on to Bush. Absolutely. But and at the time, this would have been a direct representation of Bush because he was who was president at the time. Oh, yeah, it was Bush, huh? So, I mean, is it really that much of a stretch? Yeah. So, yeah, that's not great. That's and then right before that's Clinton. <laughs> right before that's first Bush. So until you get to Reagan and even Reagan wasn't the least womanizing president we've ever had. Yeah, but I mean, like, Great Britain's prime ministers aren't exactly clean in that department either. Oh, absolutely so, not. But let's know. be honest, we're talking about politicians across the board. Yeah, There's that's fair. a great reputation we're talking about here, regardless of the country you're in. That's fair. So I just don't want to – I want to make sure we don't give them more credit than they deserve. That's fair. That's thanks for, thanks for bringing me back in, JJ. I agree. Politicians suck. <laughs> we should tar and feather them. Yeah, I mean, if we can get here, all of branch to all these, we probably are winning, right? Like <laughs> that is something we yeah. all can agree on. Whether you're British, yeah. American, Russian, Asian, okay, that was also rude. There's multiple countries in Portuguese, Asia. Portuguese, yeah, politicians, politicians suck. yeah, they suck. <laughs> but particularly your politicians suck. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> Mine do too. Mine are terrible. As I say, we have no leg to stand on yeah, for the last We have years. the worst politicians ever. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I look, I realize you guys don't love this movie, but to me, like, I this is a movie that I could sit down at Christmas time and I laugh. And like there's some good themes of love and forgiveness and patience and all that stuff that you can find. But I mean, then there's like the humor of the second lobster in the nativity play like there was more than one lobster at jesus's birth <laughs> and an octopus <laughs> and a kid with spider-man paint on his face like fucking i don't know and a crown i was trying to loved figure that it. one out loved it just because we let kids do whatever the hell they want and i think it's fantastic so it's funny jj because i watched the family stone first Okay. And so I so feel like I. that set me up to enjoy this one more than I would have normally. So I went King Richard, Family Stone, Love Actually, and it literally was just a decline in quality of movie. <laughs> like it's just a steady decline. And I was just like, I can't watch another movie because it can't get worse than this. Like I'm on a roll. Yeah. Anyway. That's terrible. funny. Yeah, yeah, we went the exact opposite. So Casey loves both the Christmas movies. So we started with Love Actually, went to the Family Stone, and then watched King Richard. So pretty funny. Yeah, this is the last Christmas that JJ gets to decide what Christmas movies we watch. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, last year we did. Yeah. Might have had that thought too. Yeah. You guys just don't know good Christmas movies. No, I think you don't know good Christmas movies. These are <laughs> terrible. They're not even Christmas movies as far oh, as I'm concerned. On. Look. And I had this argument oh. in the text. Ian said this shit. If we're going to call Die Hard a Christmas movie, that opens the door to everything. And I'm a full Did we call guy. it a Christmas yes, movie? Yes, we did. That was I'm pretty sure yes. we jokingly called it a Christmas movie. No, we did an actual vote with the four of us. And okay, it was well, so I jokingly it called out. it a Christmas movie. That is not a Christmas movie. These are not Christmas movies. Come on. I'll give you, I'll give you Love Actually as a Christmas movie. But I couldn't get there with the Family Stone. What? I would be more inclined to give Family say, Stone a Christmas movie tag. No. I, I love Love Actually, but Family Stone's more of a Christmas movie than, than Love Actually is. No, Family Stone is a reel of awkward home videos about the most awkward moments that you can have. And then like 20 minutes of funny because it set it up for like an hour and a half. Oh, no, I'm going to change your mind on Family Stone. No, I'm with you. No. Family Stone is also terrible, but no, no, if no. we're deciding which one's more Christmassy, I feel like Family Stone is a little bit more Christmassy. But I still stand that neither one of these are Christmas movies. <laughs> See, and I submit that you could change the holiday to Thanksgiving and have the exact same movie as the Family Stone. 
Yeah, that's any Christmas movie. Absolutely, that's any Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you You could take Christmas completely out of Love Actually and still have a movie. Well, no, I'm not disagreeing there. I I don't because they did it. They did New Year's Eve and they did fucking Valentine's Day, and the only thing they haven't done is Fourth of July. So at one point. That's because it wouldn't do well. Across it's because it's, it's, it's not yeah. a sexy holiday. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> it wouldn't do well anywhere but America. So, like, what? You mean everyone doesn't celebrate the time that we kicked Britain's ass? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but that's true for every holiday movie on the planet. You can take it out of the holiday and put it in another. Because, because not real holiday. Christmas movies that are around real Christmas. No. You could take any Christmas yeah. movie and change the idea from no. Christmas to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it's the same Klaus, movie, right? Or that movie, uh, that movie about the the kid, like "Y'all shoot your eye out," whatever. Forget what that one's called. Those Christmas are all story. very Christmas okay. based. Oh, okay. Christmas Story! Yeah, there you go. A Christmas Story <laughs> yeah. is the worst movie ever made. What? It that is Christmas Story is amazing. Happening? It is seriously, JJ. You. You are. You feel like you have to defend your decisions. I get that. No, no, no. But like, even you have to see how flawed this is. You're telling me that love actually is a better Christmas story than a Christmas story. No, I'm talking about a movie. Love actually is a better movie. Okay, we're talking about Christmas stories. Christmas story is terrible. It is a horrid movie. And not a good representation of a Christmas movie. Like, what's great about the Christmas? This, oh, come on. That movie's horrible. What? It's, it's what? terrible. Okay. I think this I is all anyone it. needs to hear about JJ's credibility about what is a Chris, what's a good Christmas Dude, movie. that movie's terrible. Oh, my gosh. You are I don't know what's happening right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah. is horrible. You are out of control. It's horrible. Ralph you, can kiss my ass. That would suck. <laughs> we well, need to watch what we're, we're watching this one next year. <laughs> oh, and I'll shit on it that's like a, a hot one. fucking beast. Oh, I hate that well, movie. You like my know. reference there, Ian? <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, anyway. No, these are not Christmas stories or Christmas movies. These aren't even good movies. I value that you have traditions, JJ. I'm just saying that you have bad traditions. <laughs> Dude... You lost all credibility with me when you start touting a Christmas story. What a horrid movie. You'd have been better off than Scrooge or a Christmas Carol or like those are also those are also great Christmas great movies. movies. Great Christmas movies. But the Christmas point I was making is that fire. what is a Christmas movie? Because you said you can replace any Christmas movie with a different holiday and have the same movie. I and I'm like, that's away. not true. If it's a movie directly about Santa Claus, you can't because it doesn't tie in. But Scrooge, you could tweak, or even A Christmas Carol, you could tweak some things about the way that they portray the holiday. You could do A Christmas Carol as a Thanksgiving movie. All you need is some fuck, rename the ghosts. A ghost of Thanksgiving past. Fuck, it's a Thanksgiving movie. I don't think Come that's on, how that dude. works. Yeah. That, I mean, how that shit works. You can I, do it. I don't have a counter argument. That just doesn't sound right. <laughs> because you don't want it to. It's emotional for your ass. Right. <laughs> but JJ, you got to be fair in that Javier has been willing to admit that Marvel movies are good. So I feel like he's... No. I'm growing as a person. Like, yeah. Yeah. He admitted that two of them were decent. That's true, Ian. Don't yeah. don't put words One in my mouth. Good, the other was decent. The rest he no. hates. <laughs> Wait, which ones did no, I say? Eternals. Like Eternals was, you loved Shang-Chi. Eternals. Yeah. Right. Eternals. yeah. So yeah. two out of 24 does not make an opinion that you like Marvel. Well, in my defense, no, they've only it's... made two out of 24 have been good. You know, so that's not my fault. Whatever. I'm just making the point that he's willing and open to the idea of changing his mind about a genre of movie or a group of movies. That's all. That's I'm always all. open. I'm just saying that Christmas movies. Just not about these two. Well, no, I, hey, I have never once said that these are the epitome of Christmas movies. I enjoy these two movies. What I'm not going to say is that a Christmas story is better because it sucks balls. It's a, it's a better movie. Christmas movie for sure. It's a better movie, period. Way not, better movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, not 100%. even 100%. Not even close. Oh, both of these movies combined are still worse than A Christmas Story. A Christmas absolutely. Story is, is a jumbled mess of shit that can't even keep its own timeline correct. That's exactly what Love Actually is. 
Love Actually is a jumbled story of shit. But at least some of the stories are fun to watch. Ralphie's an asshole idiot moron that lives with asshole idiot moron parents and a little (laughs) brother that gets his ass fucking crying about everything. The only funny funny part about that movie is when they're changing the tire and he says fudge for 35 (laughs) seconds. That's, That's a great part of the movie. Part of that movie, or the one where the tongue stuck to a pole. Most of those are only funny because they're real. The rest of that fucking uh, movie is about a fucking dumbass kid that turns into a bully and beats the shit out of a redheaded. Yeah. Kid in the okay, that is also hilarious. You can say the same thing for Love. Actually, there's it's all stupid. Like there's nothing funny except maybe one or two parts. But otherwise, it's a shitty movie, shitty actors, shitty stories. It's jumbled. It's like all of these points that you're making are exactly the points I'm making about Love Actually, except you're wrong about a Christmas story. Christmas (laughs) story is amazing. (laughs) Christmas story sucks ass, dude. It's terrible. terrible. Well, I think we're at an impasse. Let's go ahead and and rate Love Actually. And I'm going to fucking skyrocket this bitch just to fuck. No, I'm not. Love Actually is not a perfect movie, but it has, in my opinion, heart it has some really funny comedy it's got some really decent storylines and it also has some storylines that make you think specifically you know the marriage storyline with you know that character those characters are very good there's no way to say that emma thompson is not a fantastic actress she plays that character she believes that character you feel for i enjoyed hugh grant's story i even enjoyed because it's just silly and funny martin freeman's storyline I don't like the Andrew Lincoln, Keira Knightley. That's it's awkward and weird. Colin is the best character in this movie and his big knob. Shit's fucking great. So, I mean, there's things that are fun to watch in this movie. It's not a perfect movie. It is overly long. There's parts that just don't need to be there, but you could get rid of one or two storylines and it would be a better movie. I believe that. You could get rid of all of them and it would be a great movie. Whatever. (laughs) Come on, dude. Bill Nye, the rock star and his manager, that's fucking great fucking movie shit, man. That's so fun. Anyway, there's great shit about it. There's not great shit about it. There's things that make it awkward. It's not a perfect movie. It is overly long. I'm going to give it a two and a half. But when it is good, it's really good. When it's really bad, it's really bad. So there you go. Ian, you go, buddy. I do agree with JJ's point where it's... Like half this movie, I was laughing at having a good time. And then the other half, it's like, why are we putting this story in here? It doesn't need to be. It doesn't add to it. But I did laugh quite a bit in this movie. I thought it was kind of funny. There's some some interesting storylines. But overall, it's not. It's definitely not my favorite. Man, I was expecting JJ to write it, rate it higher. And so now I feel like I'm not rating it accurately. But um, I'm going to go with it. 2.5 as well with the caveat that I feel like I'm making a mistake in rating it that way now. That, that is very generous. JJ that, rated it that, that way. must be the Christmas spirit of <laughs> kindness. It's love, actually. <laughs> That's it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Step on out. I'll, I will make this comment to kind of appease your feelings, Ian, I seem much more passionate about this movie because I have to counteract Javier's incorrect opinion on it. Like, so guttered, especially because he brought fucking a Christmas story. If he left a Christmas Which story out of way it... way better. I'm not saying Christmas story. story is the greatest movie or even the greatest Christmas story, but it's better than, than Love, actually. If he had left a Christmas story out of it, the passion that I felt and fought with would not even have gotten close. Mm. But when you bring in a Christmas story, the worst Christmas movie ever made, and it's bottom 10 of all-time movies ever made. You know what is the worst Christmas movie ever made? Love Actually. But you can't say that because that's not true. Name one Christmas story that, or one Christmas movie that's worse than this. Hallmark, the entire month of December. Honestly, I would rather watch Hallmark movies. For me, it's the family stone because I thought that one was worse than this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So we'll talk about that next next episode, I guess. Anyways, I'm going to stick it at 2.5. I laughed at this one. Overall, it's kind of average. Some good acting, some average, not good acting. And no offense, JJ, but I'm not going to be adding this to like my traditional Christmas movies. But I've seen it. It was an all right movie. 
wouldn't have seen it without you, JJ. So thank you for that. No offense taken. I'm okay with you not liking the movie. It's not okay with you comparing it to a Christmas story. There's <laughs> no comparison. That's my point. It's <laughs> a dumpster fire. All right, I'm here. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> okay. So now I feel a little bit bad because I feel like I'm being too harsh, like maybe unreasonably, but like I had to find things that I liked about this movie to like say something good. And there were like a couple of parts where I'm like, I chuckled. Other than that, I'm like looking for reasons to like this movie. It's too long. There's no plot line. There's no real story. There's like bad acting, ridiculously bad acting. And then there's like some, like Emma Thompson is probably the best one in this movie because she like is real. <laughs> Her character is like the only real one, you know? Anyway, bunch of storylines or stories that wouldn't actually happen. So none of them are relatable with a handful of maybe one or two. It's just a bad movie. Most of the dialogue is terrible with the exception of a few things, but like, yeah, I, JJ, I truly do not know what you see in this movie. So anyway, I really feel bad about rating it this low, but I'm going to give this a one. Like, and I think that's being generous. I wanted to rate it lower than that because I just don't think, I don't think anyone should watch this movie. <laughs> I think it's bad. It's, it's a truly terrible movie. Which I think is funny because like he was positive and laughing for 75% of this podcast. It wasn't until because all we did was talk about like the parts. five good parts of this movie. Well, I talked about the shitty part. It was the first thing I talked about was, the yeah, but we, yeah, but like, what am I supposed to do? Groan more? Like, I don't know. There's just more, there's <laughs> way more bad parts to this movie than there are good parts. You know, I don't know. I was just saying, you just didn't bring any of them up until now, that, until I start shitting on a Christmas story. Well, you know, I didn't want to like, I, I didn't want to make it personal, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I started with all the bad parts. Remember, like all of Keira Knightley's story. That's like, I don't know how much of the movie that is, but that is a whole like 20, 25 minutes of the movie that are just terrible. It's just God awful. And I agree with you completely. So anyway. Yeah. There it is. Love actually in all its glory. Nothing else would be an entertaining listen to hear us fighting about it. Uh, apparently it's going to be another entertaining podcast next week, which we're doing the family stone. So check out that Christmas movie. That one I think I'm going to be more in the middle. Probably. Me and Javier are going to flop. Oh, it's funny. So yeah, there it is. Check that one out. Check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at What's Our Verdict. Let us know what you think. Tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is or not Christmas movie, for that matter. Uh, we're always interested to hear. And yeah, don't at me with this Christmas story shit because I know everybody everyone at him. So goddamn pissed about <laughs> don't it. Don't let him get away with it. Everybody pulls on fucking dude. A Christmas Ralph story national treasure fucking movie ever. Let's see. Yeah, it, Alec. At me. You want some comments? That's the one movie you needed to leave out of this conversation. I would, it's the only one that could get me this fired up. Yeah, so there it is. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now. Cinematic out. <laughs>